the Russia and Poland. So Oh okay. Yeah, so it's it's somewhere in Europe, so and where are you from? Oh, I'm from Los Angeles. Oh, that's really nice. How is life up there? It's it's pretty good. Um more so of a rat race, but it's it's going good. How about there? Um, it's kind of boring, you know. It's it's mm-hmm. a pretty small country, so it's not as big as America, you know. So mm-hmm. the life here is a bit like quieter, maybe if you can say that. Okay. It's not yeah, that exciting. It's... <laughs> here it's pretty pretty busy and and everyone is kind of like always on the go right so what do you do for a living what do you do like for life well well i'm a right i'm a writer so i write books and then i'm also um i also do filmmaking So I've done like short films. It's really nice. Do you do you also edit them, or do you just film them? Yeah, I I also edit them. I film them, edit them, direct them, write them. I do done it all pretty much. Oh, and that's so, really nice. Thank Can you. Can I find them somewhere? Sure, they're actually on a Vimeo. Vimeo, what's um, that? It's a website where oh. it's kind of like YouTube. Yeah. And um one of them is called uh Fat Shamed into Self Love and it fat talks shamed. about the- Wait, Fat Shamed into Self Love, yeah? Mhm. Oh, that's that's a real like deep topic. Well, yeah, because here in America, um a lot of people are overweight. And what happens is is when you're overweight and you're in public, people can be very mean and like they'll look at you really nasty like in a mean way or they'll, you know, come up to you and say really nasty things. And um so <clears throat> what I did was I made a a short film about what that experience is like. Uh, so do they actually come and say mean things to the face? Like yeah. action. Exactly. Really? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I've had those experiences before. So I made a film about it when I was in film school and um and then it it did really well actually. And so um yeah, I make you know films and also I write. I haven't done a film in a while though. I've worked with other people on their films, but I haven't done any of my own in a while. Oh, all right. So so you're just like freelancing, yeah. Yep, freelance. Yep. Which can be hard um because here in America there is no right or wrong way to get What into the business. That? Well, like um okay. So like let's say you want to make films or you want to be an actor. Here in America, there's no there's no set way to do it. 
everyone does it differently. So everyone who becomes a success, their way of doing it may have been different than someone else. All right. Yeah. What do you do for a living? Um, I just graduated school, so I'm like 19. Uh, oh, congratulations. Like a year before, so I took a gap year. And I'm just trying to, you know, find myself, find the things that I love to do and just figure out myself, you know, a bit before going to the world, you know. That's awesome. What was your major? Uh, Major? What's that? Well, yeah. What did you go to school for? Uh, It was like here in Lithuania, we don't have like that thing like... uh, like major and things we just have uh high school and stuff like you go 12 years into school and that's it then you graduate and then you can go to university or something so like oh. basically people graduate in our country like 18 years old and they can like choose to go to the work uh they could choose to go to the military or they could study you know like university or college whatever so did you just graduate from college or high school? High school, because it took oh, like, okay. Yeah, because it takes 12 years to graduate in Lithuania. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. That's how the system works here in Lithuania. So, so, after I graduated, I went to the UK, you know, to see how life is up there. So, but I didn't really enjoy it. Because, how you said, like, in Los Angeles, everyone is busy and, you know, everyone is running. So, it was, like, the same thing. So, I I know, I just didn't like that. So, yeah. How old are you? Oh, I'm 29. Oh. Do you have any, like, um, tips and lessons that you could, like, share that were valuable in your journey? Um, absolutely. Absolutely. I would say, um, let's see, when I was about, when I was your age, I had moved on my own. And um, I was, well, I was living on my own. And um, I would have to say, as far as finding yourself, I would say that it it's important to surround yourself with people who are also um, who are learning themselves as well, but who are like-minded, who are on the journey to growing. Like you want to surround yourself with people who are trying to grow and you want to try everything. You're at a great age where you should try everything. You know, try what, and when I say try everything, meaning whatever it is that you desire to do. So if it was one day you woke up and you decided you wanted to, um, you know, travel, then travel. Or if you decide, you know, what you, something that gives you passion, something that, that you get excited about doing, it's important to explore those things. And, not be afraid of your mistakes. You know, don't don't be afraid of them. Learn from them and appreciate 
the lessons that you learn because it's really going to help you to find what you love and what you want to do with your life. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it it'll get you know, you'll have some times where it'll get a little hard and you know, that's normal. That's just the way life is. But I would definitely recommend um being open to the process. There's a process and it's a process and a journey to learn yourself and to to find the things that you love in this life and what you want to do. And so in order to do that, you have to first be honest with yourself about your likes, your dislikes, and also be open to always be open to change. That's probably the best advice I could ever give you is always be open to change because you're going to be constantly changing and life is constantly changing. And the more you resist it, the harder, you know, it, it, it becomes to go along with it. Yes, yeah, your point. And I, I definitely like had those experiences when you resist and it gets even harder. So, yeah. How do you deal like with, with hard times, you know, even maybe depression if you had one, um, anxiety and stuff like that? Do you have your own way to cope with that? Well, I, well, I do. So I have depression and anxiety as well as PTSD. You don't sound like it. And I, I know everyone <laughs> says that. <laughs> everyone says that. They all say, you would never know by talking to you. And I'm like, well... <laughs> You know, I can put on a pretty good face. Today, I cried a lot. So I, um, you would never believe that I suffer with it because normally when people are around me, I'm very uh, jolly and very happy and stuff. But um, I have serious, you know, severe depression and my anxiety is really bad. Um, I would say, so journey dealing with depression and my therapist taught me this, is you have to check in with yourself. And what that means is you have to pay attention to how you react to things and how you're feeling. So like um, depression can hit you at any time, right? And especially if something doesn't go your way, it can kind of make you sad and then you know, a lot of rejection kind of, you know, can send you into an episode. So one of the things that I've learned is there's going to be times where um, it's going to be hard to handle certain situations. Like right now, um, today, you know, well, not today, last week, actually, um, I got into a car accident and I was hit by a drunk driver. And what made it hard for me is because like, do you guys have Uber or Lyft out there yeah, yeah, we where that. you are? Yeah, we have that. Okay. So I drive Lyft and I was driving to make my rent and I got hit by the drunk driver and it kind of threw everything for me because I was trying to make my rent. I was, you know, working, I'm, you know, trying to, that's my, my side hustle, you know, on top of doing my writing and everything like that. So it was hard for me. 
because it's like, well, what am I going to do? And I'm stressing and I'm, I'm crying because I'm freaking out and I don't know what to do. And I would say it's really important to have a faith system, something that you believe in that is greater than yourself to, to bring you back. Um, and also acknowledging when you don't feel okay. Like you're going to have some days where you just don't feel okay. And you have to cut yourself some slack. My therapist always said, show compassion to yourself. So on the days that you are depressed, you know, because sometimes when you're depressed, it's frustrating because you, you, you don't want to feel that way. And then you're upset with yourself for feeling that way. And so you have to understand that it's important that if you're feeling bad today, it's okay that you're feeling bad today. So let's do things to make you feel good. So like, um, going outside helps like even sitting outside for a little while because the vitamin D actually helps from the sun actually helps with, um, with your stress, with depression. It, it, it helps, um, to relax you and it helps to give you that energy. Also, um, you know, making sure that you're surrounded by people who understand what you're dealing with, with depression, um, anxiety and how that works. I would say being very upfront with people, letting them know what you need to feel okay. Like for myself, um, I don't like when people don't answer the phone, when they don't answer the phone, I panic. I immediately think something has happened to them. Normally the first call I'm okay. Like if this is a person that normally answers my calls on a regular basis, I'm, I, I start to worry. So by the second or third call of you not answering the phone, I start to think that something's happened to you. And that's just my anxiety kicking in. So, you know, something would be to just kind of let people know in advance. So like, I'll tell my sisters or I'll tell my friends, listen, if you don't answer the phone within a certain time, I get nervous. So just sending me a little text to let me know you're okay. helps. So I think also letting people that you trust, let them know how certain things affect you so that they can be mindful to not do those things so that they don't trigger you. So that's something that's also really important. <clears throat> It was a lot of like good information, so yeah. <laughs> Thanks for talking to me. You know, it actually you're very well. It actually really did help me out a lot. So I'm glad. I'm glad, and it was a pleasure in speaking with you. <laughs>